When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. T-O-I in apostrophe I-T-W-I-T H-T-A-N-N-Y And J-E-N-N-Y Doing it with Danny Jenny Doing it with Danny Jenny Doing it with Danny Jenny It's a revolution In podcast Oh my god, it's such a revolution it's Jenny, a revolution in podcasts. It is. It totally is. Thank you again, Eli Braden. For that wonderful song. For writing song. that wonderful piece of and, music. And thank you, Guy. Guy is here. Guy's here who, as always. Keep well, your mouth shut. Don't talk, Guy. You know how we feel about you speaking. Guy, you know what happens when you drink water. We have to stop in the middle. <laughs> well, we have a very special guest today, and I want to get to it pretty quickly. Here's the thing. the one You know that Jenny and I have a couple things in common. Yeah. Comedy. The writings of Nicholas Sparks. Yes, of course, uh, naturally. And uh, polka music. Polka music, hardcore but, polka, hardcore. But one of the things we discovered we both had in common was we were both huge space geeks. We're big, big space geeks. Like we loved, I wanted to be an astronaut. I don't know about you. Did you want to be an astronaut? I totally want to be an astronaut until I realized there was danger that went with it. And then I was like, you know, I could do a mission control. You yeah. know, that didn't seem so bad. Yeah. You know, then I wouldn't really. Oh, I would have, I would have killed to be an astronaut, but um, it seemed like a lot of work. So I, I did, but instead I, I mean, I did something like an astronaut. I, I pursued a career writing penis jokes. Yeah, so that's sort and of, you have how many Emmys now from it? It's a lot. I have I I, I don't have a NASA E, but I have <laughs> I have some Emmys. So take it, Jenny. Make the introduction. I'm going to make the introduction because I have to say it's pretty it's pretty cool. Of all of our guests that we've had, yes, they don't hold a candle to these guests. Well, I I I think if I'm not mistaken, this is our first guest who ever spent a year in space. Yeah. We haven't did had did Lawrence Savon how many how long did you Michael spend? McDonald no. no okay Trayvon did not no. I so, don't even know if they've watched launches yeah I have NASA TV on all the time always yeah but we have astronaut Scott Kelly um applause applause applause, applause. yeah you can add applause Rip maybe just a really quick applause. version of the national anthem coming in yeah. fading in and oh well, it's beautiful everybody sit down thank you wipe tears. <laughs> Eagle crying. <laughs> That's it. Welcome, Scott. Thank you. Welcome, and, I, and, and I didn't want to be an astronaut, by the way. What did you want to be? Comedy writer. God damn it. Jesus. I think we got a body switch movie about to happen. <laughs> did you have a movie that made you want to be an astronaut? I had a book. A book? What was it? The Right Stuff. Oh, that's it for me, too. That I read when I was in uh, my first year of college. And you were like, astronaut? Became a plan. Really? Just off of that? Yep. That's amazing. I remember reading that book as well, I think my senior year of high school, and it definitely changed my life too. I watched Airplane and I was like, yes, <laughs> wiener jokes. Yes, that's for me. I was the same way. I was and then I just watched all the launches and got really excited, but I never, also I wasn't very good at math and science. I say, I, w- I was pretty good at that. I was okay at science, but math. Yeah, I wasn't good either, at it either until I, until I w- read the right stuff. And, and then, then I, obviously then I had you got no good. choice. Yeah, I had to be. And I was totally fine with math until they threw letters into my math. <laughs> and once it became algebra, and I was like, a letter doesn't equal a number. This is ridiculous. No, it's like, true. She's great at like figuring out a tip. But yeah. You, but, but you put X. I just over tip. And yeah. then I walk away a winner and the rest of y'all are sitting there with your calculators. That's like all the math that's not just like arithmetic. is It involves letters. I know it's everything. Now let me. So so <laughs> you you read the right stuff because I want to get this. So you're not in. The, where did you go to? Where did you go to college? I my first year I went to uh, the University of Maryland in Baltimore County. Oh wow! Yeah, I didn't do too well there. No, no. What <laughs> what, what were you majoring in? I don't remember. <laughs> wow, <laughs> you, you undecided. You really point? didn't do well. You can't major in astronauts, so you gotta. Yeah, I had this uh, fantasy I was going to be a medical doctor. 
Oh yeah. Oh wow, yeah. that's that's pretty cool. That's like a, that's a, that's despite a the fact that I couldn't do my homework. <laughs> <laughs> the whole that's medical it. school thing and the residency was something that I probably would have never gotten. Through would you at want the time. to have gone to you if you needed medical attention? <laughs> at, probably, yeah, yeah. but. Not eighteen-year-old uh, me. Yeah. <laughs> wow, you're really making me think I could have been an astronaut. The more I talk to you right now, because I didn't do that well in school, so uh, I, we had that in common. So after, so after University of Maryland, then what'd you do? Well, I read the I read that book, yeah. The Right Stuff, and that uh, kind of changed my life. And you know, the way Tom Wolfe wrote it, there was you know just traits in the characters that were in the book that I felt like I had in myself, despite the fact that I was this eighteen-year-old kid that. Couldn't do his homework, and I basically decided, you know, right then and there, I was going to try my hardest to do that. Right. So, so that leads it worked you to, out somehow. That leads you to the Navy, then. Well, I changed colleges, I changed majors, I taught myself how to pay attention and study, and I did better, and you know, eventually I did pretty well. And did you school. go? Did you go to the Naval Academy? Did, no, I went to the State University of New York Maritime College. Which I know is that in the Bronx. Yeah. yeah. It was is that place. is that's a difficult school to get into though yeah it is now yeah not when I was there <laughs> <laughs> did you did you and your brother go in together no he was uh, he was he he figured out his whole uh, the whole you know pay attention problem uh, much earlier than I did I I think it was in the ninth grade or, or my dad sat Mark and I down and he said basically well you guys aren't like on the path to college so it's setting the world on fire <laughs> yeah so you know we're start thinking about some kind of trade you know i'll get in a union be welders and my brother remember this conversation and he thought well i don't want to do that i want to you know do something yeah then there's anything wrong with that but just do something better yeah or you know more you know professional and white collar kind yeah. of job and uh I don't remember this conversation because I was probably like looking out the window at the squirrels. <laughs> um, no, so we probably have that in common because that was every report from every meet the teacher night from every grade that I was ever in. Every Well, Jenny's a daydreamer. She's a lot of staring out the window. Yeah, that was Yeah, because I don't want to be in your class. Like, read between the lines. You know, it's one of the biggest regrets I have in my life that I spent about 13 or 14 years of wasted time just looking out the window or looking at the clock trying to will it to run faster i mean you would it, it makes no sense yeah. that you would just sit there and not pay attention when you really had nothing else to do it's not like you had an iphone or something you'd be playing on I I, but would you like when you were staring out the window were you just looking at squirrels or were you thinking i would rather be doing something else yeah doing something else well, that, see, like I, that's how I was. So I don't yeah. really ever regret it because I was always like thinking bigger. Like I was had a bigger picture in my head. Like I'm gonna go and do all these huge things and instead of sitting here in basic taxes <laughs> and this reading class. Mm. But that's yeah. that, I mean I think that's what you know you the to the wasted 13 years is a fairly good description for most of my friends who are successful's childhood. I mean, that's like, it's a, it's kind of a, you're figuring out how to figure shit out, probably. But I don't think it's wasted because I think it made you actually appreciate maybe. Now, know, I probably would have, if I would have paid attention, I probably would have gotten out of that escape room today that we were in. <laughs> Instead, I had Charlotte showing me the way out. Char Charlotte is uh, Scott's, Scott's daughter. Goddaughter who's, who's sitting there in the corner yeah. and making Behaving. us, which is why the cussing has been fairly minimal, I think trying we're trying for those who don't know you mentioned mark so you're not only is scott an astronaut but your brother is an astronaut i mean astronaut brother i mean it's how did that happen like how did you both come to the same thing clerical error on <laughs> nasa's part perhaps and were you were you identical twin brothers i know identical twin brothers and, and you know for those of you mark uh married to uh gabby giffords and uh very much in the news and from all accounts a wonderful couple my mom yeah. my mom was in her district in Tucson so oh, yeah. She's but great. yeah she's great so did you were you in the this naval academy together were you at this maritime academy together no he went to the US merchant marine academy which is a uh, you know a service academy uh -huh. a federal service academy you know similar to the naval academy but for merchant mariners uh -huh. and i went to the state university of new york similar idea but uh, different school so you enlist in the navy 
Uh, I was in uh, Navy ROTC. So. Navy ROTC. So I joined. So my so my yeah. dad was uh, my dad always my dad was an Air Force captain, but he said I'm that, sorry about that. No, I know, but he he was very he always thought that you guys were the better aviators because you had to land on those boats. Clearly, uh, yeah. So I I'll, I'll my dad that. was also in the Air Force, but wanted to be like a Navy. But he, it's a, so, but he was a boat guy, you know. So it's like he always. But it's super. I want to ask you a bunch of questions about this because I'm fascinated. But but it's super competitive. Like you you're you're, you're in the Navy and then you want to become a naval aviator. And that, that must that must what what was that process like? I mean, uh, uh, is it intense? Well, the the that process kind of starts when you're in college and you decide uh, or you you choose what you want to do, and then the Navy based on you know your performance in school and your grades, and you take some tests, uh, this aviation aptitude test, and other a few other factors. But then the Navy, you know, they decide what they're going to have you do. You you know you give your choices, and then they you know, say, well, we're going to send you to drive a ship or to flight school. And in my case, I did well enough that I went to flight school. But, you know, then that's a long process of learning how to fly airplanes, especially for someone like me who had never flown an airplane before. And yeah, I, I mean, when my when when I turned 40, I got my pilot's license. I just to fly Cessnas and, and uh, single engine. And I was it was also complicated, let alone like I'm in a Cessna and never training for anybody to shoot me, shoot at me, and and avoid it. And let alone a carrier landing. Did you do those? Yeah. Did you do those in the dark? Yeah. So okay, first time you land on a carrier and you're carrying what? A, you're you're flying a billion dollars worth of aircraft or a hundred million dollars worth of aircraft. I don't know yeah. how much it was. But what is that like? Are you? T- I mean, have you been trained so hard? I'm. I, it just seems. It could be terrifying. Actually, at night, it 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 could be uh, pretty scary. You don't because you don't have some long runway that you, there's not a whole lot of room for air. Well, and it's it. dark out, and you don't have much of a you know without any land or lights. Sometimes you know you can't even see the horizon, so you get vertigo and you're trying to land, but you feel like you're like in a sixty degree bank when your wings level, and you just have to completely ignore your senses and trust your instruments until you get close and then you're looking outside at the ship which looks like a tiny piece of uh not, you, you know nothing in the floating around in the water just a few lights i can't even imagine like even like when i did my like i you have to do certain night landings and that's with a lit runway and there was one that was short-ish you know it was like a mile long um for a cessna and i was like how am i gonna f-? like i can't even imagine the I don't know the exhilaration of that. You know the, the Navy does a good job at training you. I mean they they take you when you're very young and most people have no flight training and it's a very steep learning curve and it you know builds on top of each other until like you know two years later you're considered a Navy pilot even though you only have you know 250 hours of flight time. Oh my God! Did you ever have a whoopsie? Oh yeah. I mean, like what was the worst like? Oh shit! Moment. And is that, I, I don't understand the military term whoopsie. whoopsie. Yeah, that's actually. I've it, never heard that term either. Is it an acronym? Yeah, I, it's just. I mean, I'm pretty in tune with the <laughs> military speak, but it's called Whoop. uh, a whoopsie. Okay. Yeah, so, yeah. did you have one? Answer the question. So, uh, do, do you mean like like crashing like, or almost crashing? Well, like I was watching uh, Last Man on the Moon, which was the Gene Cernan yeah. documentary, and when I was watching it, there was they showed so many whoopsie landings yeah. that you know something would hit and just go off the aircraft carrier into the water i disqualified the first time i went to the ship in the f-14 and i disqualified during the day you know my what is hook that that um, does is that a whoopsie yeah i think that would count <laughs> did you crash no i almost crashed you almost crashed but you never actually no i never crashed for real did you uh, what were you flying an F-14. Tom F-14. Can. Did you yeah. ever fly helicopters? Did you ever fly anything bit. else? A little bit. Not yeah. much. I found that yeah, I wasn't a helicopter <laughs> guy. Who's a better uh, naval pilot, you or your brother? Uh, me, of course. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, what, it's, that's what I assume. Are I'm you sure, and your brother I'm like sure super competitive about things like no, that? No, no. Were sure you ever growing that. up? With each other? Yeah. Only when we were fighting. Then we were trying to beat each other up. So right. That was kind of competition. But not like, not when you were both in the Navy, not when you were both. No. Who who first wanted to be an astronaut? Like who went through the process first? We were in the same class. We were selected at did the same time. Did you both like go, hey, this is what I want to do? But he did because he actually applied the, the selection for the class prior and didn't get picked. And I only applied once. 
Wow. You, for those of you who he can't see, twice. He's, um, Scott is gloating right now. Yeah. I don't know if you... He's actually pointing to himself yeah, and holding his hands up oh like, God. what? And, yeah. and, and he's making the, uh, you know, the universal... Yeah. Jerk off thing. Yeah, um, yeah. Anyway. Earmuffs. 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 Yeah. Um, okay. So, w- space pro... So, training to be an astronaut, getting into that program. Of course, all I can think about is the right stuff, both the book and the movie. Like, that, that, that sequence was ingrained in my head of just like the that the 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 g-force machine and being the enema the, yeah is that what it's called the yeah <laughs> no that's not what the oh, g-force no no that's the enema do you have yeah. to, now do you do all of that stuff in yes. your training so you basically did everything the right that that's crazy well like when they didn't stick the needle in her hand and and like oh they didn't do, and and Okay. Yeah, we didn't do that, and we didn't blow into that machine, but other, everything else was pretty So, similar. like, with... Because I had read Gene Cernan's book, and then I watched a documentary, and he was... And this was, you know, longer, you know, because it's like, there wasn't a way to... I'm going to be an astronaut. It was like, we just got to find fighter... Like, we got to find people that are willing to do this, and he, the way he described it was just getting a call... Went checking into a hotel in Houston. Everyone was checked under the same assumed name, and he said it was like, "Okay, you're picked." And he goes, "I don't think there was any orifice in my body that didn't have something stuck in it." He said it was like wow. all these switches. It would, you know, the the red button would say go. This, you know, an arrow pointing up would say down. Like you had to. Yeah, it's a pretty invasive job, actually. Yeah, like it was. It sounded. I had a spinal tap when I got back from my year in space just for fun. Well, it wasn't Seriously? for fun, but it kind of almost seemed that. What? What? Wh- why did they was give the you a spinal tap? They're just they were curious about my maybe they were cerebral did you spinal piss somebody fluid off a little bit and they just no. thought hey, let's give them a spinal and I, tap. And I tell you what, it's, <laughs> I, I wouldn't recommend it. It doesn't sound like a no. treat. No, I mean it sounds it sounds worse than root canal. If I'm yes, guessing. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. It. You and I both had root canals. We've talked about yeah. this, so it's pretty much the same. No, we're, we're, I've had a root canal, and it's not even close. Yeah, well, we're well. So I, I think, but I think what Scott is saying is that the three of us are heroes. Yes. Pretty um, much. Well, American also heroes. when I was able to see some uh, Scott and <laughs> were nice enough to show me the videos of you getting electrocuted. Yeah, yeah, that's fun too. <laughs> and you were trying to find one where you weren't gonna like yeah, scream out a cuss word. It's, it's impossible. like, can you just find one that doesn't have him? Mm-hmm. Because I have to say, I. What, but what was the point of that? Yeah, why are they electrocuting you? What What, what is that? What is what science? You mean? No, but what are they training? Is you that for? all? Is that the answer? Science. Strap up. Yes. Science. Um, it's a. Uh, so, to when you're in space for a long time, you lose muscle mass. Sure. Sure. And to. The experiments say, sure, that, like we know, yeah, yeah. of course, we, we naturally, yeah. <laughs> and the experiments that that are, you know, trying to measure that and understand it. The only way they can do that is, uh, there's well, there's a couple ways. One is you can biopsy the muscle, which is unpleasant. They don't like to do that. Uh, the other way is uh, when you're exerting a force, you know, your maximal force to see exactly what the maximum is. They put a you know electric current into your muscle which is very unpleasant i was no I was it, it looked absolutely yeah it's not fun i if i had the choice uh if i was ever you know if i ever had the given the death penalty i definitely wouldn't choose electrocution, the electrocution that would be i'd the, take any other it, it seems completely I don't like it. Yeah. Like you would, I don't know, there's a part of me that thinks, haven't they perfected something a little better? Yeah. You yeah. know, and then just, you come back, you've literally donated your body to yeah. science, and now they're going to, hey, yeah. let's shock you. That'll but, be fun. you know, it's, uh, it was really a privilege, though, to, you know, be a part of that. Oh, and for I, sure. And I understand that. Uh, What's the, okay, so. The importance of the science, so. Now, how many trips to space have you made? Four. Four trips. And you were the flight commander uh on my second shuttle mission i was the mission commander and on the space station i was the commander which so which which shuttles and which what did you Uh, my first flight was on discovery okay and i was the pilot it was a hubble telescope repair mission okay my second i was the commander of a of endeavor yeah Uh And then um, the second two times I launched on a Russian Soyuz and spent time on the space station. Right. I, so, I, oh, I, oh. I got to ask this because I'm just yeah. curious. Training, all the training in the world. 
first shuttle miss, uh, mission, you're on top of a mountain of frozen fuel that's about to explode. You obviously, nothing can, you can train for that, but you can't really, what is that like? What is, are you, is, I mean, just the human being in you, what is that like to be on top of that bomb? It's, uh, geez, it's, uh, it's hard to, it's so hard to describe that after my first launch, I told my brother what the experience was like and, you know, he hadn't flown yet. And then when he flew a couple of years later, the first thing he said to me when he, when he got out of the shuttle, he he said, I had no idea what that was going to be like. I mean, it's like being like an ant on a bottle rocket or, you know, runaway train going I read something that he he wrote. I guess it was something maybe on Twitter that Mark wrote about what you told him before he yeah. took off, and it was like it's gonna. I would correct me if I'm wrong, but you told him it's gonna feel like everything's going wrong. Uh, it was something like he tweeted something, and then he came back and said you were right. Like it, you know, when it you start to go, it's like everything felt. That was way before Twitter, though. No, no, but it was like he was having a throwback Thursday oh, maybe. or something like yeah. that. <laughs> he re- it was That's something possible. like that. Yeah, I'm gonna find it. So it was throwback Thursday. I, yeah, I'm just I just totally made that flashback <laughs> Friday or way know. back Wednesday or whatever the kids call it. Possibly, yeah, but it possibly. was something that I just remember reading that he referenced what you told him, and that it was some because I can only imagine. I've watched every one of those. I'll go down a rabbit hole of YouTube videos of shuttle launches, you know, where you can see the inside. And I'm just, I'm so completely enamored with it. It's so fascinating to me. You showed me, Scott, when when you caught a pamphlet or like a a manual. Yeah, and the Soyuz when the parachute. And it was like the catch of all time. Like they're going and and all of a sudden he just like mm, caught something and just kept going. like. Well, that was what I she's talking about. I would have got out of that thing what, crying. And, hold on, what is he? What, yeah, she's okay. talking about when the in the in the Soyuz capsule. Yeah. When the parachute opens, it's kind of like, you know, Mister Toad's wild ride, and my uh, uh, crewmate's checklist got away, and I grabbed it with my left hand. Oh my god! But the was, fact that you grabbed it, going how fast? <laughs> I have no idea. Twenty thousand miles an hour. Like something insane that, but it was that inside. would have caused me to cry. Yeah, I couldn't. I don't catch even cry. Toss to me now. No. I don't even know if you guys know what you're <laughs> if talking I about. Threw something to you right now. No. You would drop it. <laughs> no, I'm honestly. No, it's my deepest fear that someone's going to throw me their car keys. Like I couldn't be a valet because just the stress of catching someone's. Here you go, boy. You know, just like no, you couldn't do it. No, this is all, all, another disqualifying thing. So going from but, how, many, how many G's are you pulling when you're when you're when you're taking how off? How many G's are you pulling? Do you even know what that means? I do. When, Calm down. When you're okay. on take. Like on, on, on the launch. shuttle, on the shuttle, yeah. The max is three. Oh, that's it. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's. But it. it's all due to the engine, <laughs> pussy. Um, no, I mean, um, um, uh, no, that's so. So going from that. So to when then, you're writing one of those jokes on Modern Family, <laughs> how many G's are you pulling? I'm pulling negative G's. Um, so going, I always think like going from that to no gravity. Like, did you lose the first time you did that? Did you? Frankly, did you throw up? Did you lose I've it? never thrown up in space. I threw up one time when I got back yeah. on my third flight after being up on the space station. For did, did you feel queasy when you hit that weightlessness? I mean, in how, yeah. long, how yeah. long does it take to acclimate? To, like, you were, I mean, you have the record in space for Americans? I did. Oh, someone, no. I had the record for the longest flight. Did Peggy? Peggy Whitson has the record for the yeah. most days oh. in space. Days. That was like, a, like, total. Yeah. Career, but like, what, what, what in that experience? I'm trying to figure out, like, when do you just wake up and it's like you're just not shocked that you're weightless? Like, when does when does that when does your that become normal to you? You know, it takes a few weeks <laughs> actually. So I think you know, guys that have flown, you know, just like a short flight on the space shuttle, mm-hmm. never really feel uh, close to normal. It takes, a, I would say, a month. Wow. And I uh, always would. Do you like? I always remember, like, as a, you know, watching the shuttle, and a lot of times when the astronauts would come back, they would be sitting in chairs, you know, to do their interviews and everything. I was impressed. Like, who was the first uh, guy that got out of the capsule? You were the second one. No, I was the last one. You were the last one. No, wait. You were. Second. I was second. Yeah. yeah. But who, and but the guy that went before you, he had only mm-hmm. been in space like six months. Yeah. Yeah. And then. 
you and uh then misha and i they, yeah. i got out and then misha got out yeah. and, but misha had been with you the whole time yeah all year yeah but the first guy what was his name i don't want to sergey sergey so when sergey got out when sergey's father also an yeah. astronaut cosmonaut and when he got out, I mean, I'm watching this whole thing. I was actually texting you the whole time. I'm texting uh, Scott's girlfriend, who's also here. And you work for NASA as well. Yes. Until recently. Oh, sorry. About that. Grab the microphone if you want to join in. But I had just discovered right before you got back that I was obsessing over Scott's Instagram. Yes. Because the pictures were off the charts ridiculous I remember this and then CNN on Twitter they retweeted something I was like oh I didn't know we had Twitter and I clicked on you only follow like 25 people and I was one of them I wanted to She's, pee my pants she, I was so excited she, she actually did pee her pants um, <laughs> I, I was I, there I was like I'm trying to yeah. I, I can't and I'm like okay I'm gonna send him a direct message and he replied but I, I can never delete that email that I got that said you have a direct message from Scott yeah. Kelly like on the International Space yeah. Station I thought that was the coolest thing ever and I don't know how long if y'all you had been back maybe what three weeks or something before we met uh, I don't remember. It was something. Was it, a, was, it was kind of a foggy time in my it brain. Was, it wasn't very it was a fog. It, yeah, it wasn't very long. But I'm watching this whole thing take place. I'm on my NASA TV. Like the, we, I just I watch it like all the time, and I'm texting you, and I was really? like, you're like. I'm sitting in got a glass of wine. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just texting. I'm, is texting I'm like, so are you just, going insane? Yes, I I'm am. like, I'm freaking out over just watching this whole thing. I'm sure you were, Charlotte. Were you a little? <laughs> you're like, you were feeling a little. <laughs> but it was Charlotte was, so, was watching Modern Family. That's yeah. better. Very good, Charlotte. <laughs> watching some Game of Thrones or something like that. But uh, I'm watching this and knowing like how fat you're entering the earth's atmosphere like what is actually happening you were like you would pass a bullet like a bullet if a bullet were flying next to you you're gonna pass a bullet. but it was like everything looks like it's blowing up outside of the like in your three of you are in there you're catching manuals and like but when it landed and you like to me at first i see the parachute i'm like awesome I didn't realize it's pretty much a crash landing in Kazakhstan after that. Yeah, it's crash. It's, it's not. Like it's not like a crash, right? You don't land on a big bouncy house. It's a crash, but it's just like a poof. No, you showed me those videos, and it's like it's it's sailing, <laughs> sailing, sailing down, and then poof. Yeah, there's How? just a big poof. And when you got out, second, first off, when Sergey got it, he waved, and then immediately you saw him put his hand like over his like you yeah. could tell he was gonna yeah yeah he, uh, he's a great guy very talented very professional cosmonaut and is an awesome guy he doesn't uh, do the greatest with when he comes back though well I I give him all the I <laughs> like I said I would get other tears I would have diarrhea myself there's just no way and he gets out the cameras of course politely turn away. And then it's like, oh, here's the next one. I could hear them talk. Oh, who do we have? And they're getting you out. You literally turned around. You did like a fist pump. Yeah. I mean, I was, I'm looking at this going, how are you? I, I'm not kidding you. I would have been <laughs> crying. So we're like, I can't believe I did. Well, you know, I, I didn't feel great. I was just, you know. But you acted. Your face I was just off. trying to look better than the two guys I was with. You well, were, you know what? You nailed it. USA, USA. I mean, let's I was it. expecting an Academy <laughs> Award nomination this you last year. You should have received every award possible. I, you should have got... I, mean, what is, I, mean, I understand they sometimes make mistakes, though, so that's what happened. <laughs> but, I mean, you got out and I was looked, like, la, la, la. You were la, la, la. <laughs> you, but you looked like you literally got out and you were like, got it. You know, you fist pumped. And, and then when I actually met you, I guess three or four weeks later when I was in Houston for something, we met and had dinner... And y'all were already sitting at the bar top. And when I walked up, said hi to y'all. And we're chatting. And then, Scott, that's when I remember you saying, okay, you had to go to the restroom. And when you got up, you're like, and here's the year in space. That's what you're about to say. <laughs> like, it was oh, really? a lot harder yeah, to yeah, kind of. pretty stiff. 
What well, is yeah, your whole pretty yeah. stiff. I would have been crawling again, once again, mm. crying. Oh and I like, had two drinks last night, and I got up at, out of bed at one p.m. <laughs> today. And I like even coming here, I want. I felt like I deserved a purple heart for driving up to your house. What does gravity feel like for the first time after a year? I mean, is it crushing? Is it almost like you? I would think like it would be hard to breathe. Even no, or are you just nah? It's tough not as hard shit? to breathe, but it gives you a little bit of a beat down. I bet definitely. But with the, you know, they always say, okay, you grow two inches or whatever. No. That's a... Is that horseshit? That's an urban myth. So you don't, you you're don't grow I at stretched. all. stretched. You stretch, but but once you get gravity, you just immediately squish back down. Correct. So that must feel great. Uh, <laughs> it, it felt great for my brother because he didn't want me to be taller than him. <laughs> Now, just just out of curiosity, so the shortest flight to Mars, when humans, if we can get our shit together in this country and do it, how long will that be in space? What 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 do they what do they think? Like at at, at its closest, do they think it's a year? You know, I I've, my understanding is it depends on how long you want to spend on the surface, and if you want to spend more than just a, like a few days or a week or so, yeah, it's a good time. Sure, you have to spend. You have to. <laughs> It takes a long time to get there, and you got to spend a long time on the surface. So, I think the whole mission would be about, you know, over two years. Wow! But how long would it take to get to Mars? A little over six months. Oh, that's so. But what you did was actually would be longer in space. But what you did was actually a a study to like, could somebody get to Mars? Yeah, that's part. Remain there. That was part. It was about like understanding, you know, human physiology and psychology for wow. space flights that are much longer than we've done previously. When you were so when you were on the space station for that amount of time and you've been there before obviously. Mm-hmm. Did you ever feel like did you go stir crazy? No. You never did. Have you has anyone? Uh, I wouldn't say people have gone crazy, but uh, not you know, crazy, but like you get a little like Oh yeah, like climbing the walls and Yeah, you feel a little Yeah, people have that's happened. And when you do a spacewalk, and I still find it hilarious that they call it a spacewalk because it's not, that sounds no like it's an easy yeah. walk in the park or yeah. something. Shouldn't they call it like space work? Yeah. Or something? They should. Because you're out there for what, six hours fixing things? And my daughter, my other daughter, Samantha, when she was like five years old, I told her that John Young, who, who was, uh, a, you know, flew twice in the Gemini program and, mm-hmm. and Apollo and was the first commander of the space shuttle, I told Samantha that, I said, hey, Go say hi to that guy. He walked on the moon. And she went up to him and she says, hey, my dad said you walked on the moon. He goes, I didn't walk on the moon, young lady. I worked on the moon. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Um, I I have a question. What do you guys do about, yes, because you're my, you know, you know this guy. I'm like, uh, you know, this is Jenny and I, this is our dynamic. Yeah. What happens when there's solar flares or there's, or or there's things like that? Like, how are you protected against that? So there is always the possibility that there could be a solar storm and you would have to abandon the space station. Really? Yeah. If it was really bad. If it's not really bad, there's, you know, procedures where you would go to like the best, you know, sheltered area that would have the most protection. But there is, you know, contingencies that involve you getting in the Soyuz and coming home because it would be a really bad storm. And they have, you know, there's predictions and, and you have a, a, a warning of, of what's to come. Yeah, there's almost like a weather report. Yeah, on exactly. It. Yeah. yeah, space weather. That's weather. a, yeah. that's kind of amazing. I mean, just that, just dealing with that. Did you, was there anything you did for, I know that there's that one astronaut who did a, David Bowie's Space Oddity. What's his name with the guitar? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> You don't, you don't sing on that? Uh, it, yeah, I'm not a singer. No. Okay, okay. Wait yeah. a minute. Who's your? Do you have a favorite astronaut besides yourself? Uh, definitely not myself. You don't think you're not? Do you think you're a good astronaut? Yeah, I'm okay. You think you're just okay? Yeah. Do you think your brother's a good astronaut? Yeah, he's all right. <laughs> do you think you're better than your brother? But am I better than him? Let me think about that. So he, there's a possibility he could listen to this. Oh, he I could want him listen to, I'm gonna to text him to your podcast. My better than and him. And then next time he's in town, we'll have him on. Yeah. Well, I've flown in space a lot more days than he has. Yeah, yeah, you How have. How many times has he been to space? Four. 
Was he both. the was he the last person to land the Endeavor? Yes. That's and cool. now he thinks he owns it. I went to a, a dinner at the California Science Center. I've been there. Oh, and you I it was under the under Endeavor. That, I know. And I was the only one geeking out. Like mm. no one else seemed to really appreciate. No, those he- I took a picture of those heat shields. Oh, and the that heat was, shields and, that was and, killing. That was, I was like, that was my wallpaper on my computer for like. <laughs> <a> year. Yeah. <laughs> but that's when I met Garrett. Yeah. Right, uh, Reisman. Yeah. And he could not have been lovelier. Another New Jersey. Oh. Scott, yeah. Scott and I are from. And he's like a part-time comedian too. So. Really. I think well, he's Jewish up. too. Oh my God. Guy Danny. Wow. Fellow from Jew. New Jersey. New Jersey. What are the odds? Wow. <laughs> it, 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 we're only the odds. We got we got the fifteen minutes. Pretty high. We got fifteen minutes to go in the podcast, and so that's a record for anti-Semitism from you. Like you've, you've lasted I've really, forty-five minutes. I've kept it together. I know. I'm really thank you. Amazing. Good for you. Good for you. You know, I take compliments where I can. I gotta ask because you worked at NASA as well. I mean, so I'm like, do you guys? I, when we were kids and we were watching. The Apollo missions. I'm sure you remember, the, like at least the later ones and the, even the early shuttle missions. That there would be a time when we would have to pay. I mean, not to get like be a, an American, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But isn't it a little disapp- Isn't it super disappointing that we are not flying our astronauts? Like we've let that program go after all the pro- progress that was there. Well, you know, after the Columbia accident. The investigation board decided that if we were going to continue to fly the space shuttle longer than just a few years, we had to like basically rebuild it, yeah. and it was uh, going to be too expensive that we wouldn't be able to build something to go beyond low Earth orbit and go to Mars someday. So we had to make a choice, uh-huh. and the choice we made was to retire the space shuttle so we could build something else, and we're in the process of doing just that. Oh, so that is happening. Then. Yeah, it's happening. It's just not at the... Having, you know, at the pace that we would like. But having flown on the shuttle and then uh, when you you take off from Russia, right? On the Soyuz, yeah, from Kazakhstan. What yeah. do you, is one, do you feel that one feels more, is it, they're, is it all You know, they're designed like, for two different things. So. But how do you feel like being on it, taking off, is there a difference? Oh, there's you? a big difference. Do the, you think that one was better, better than the other? What do you mean by better? I don't know. Like, does one feel less like is, you know, like if you're taking off on a shuttle and it's real shaky and real like, and then the other one isn't as like, is one smoother? Is one Well, the shuttle has these solid rocket motors that combine with the three main engines produce 7 million pounds of thrust. Right. Vehicle weighs 5 million pounds and you really feel that. By the way, uh, just to interject, I think Birdie has produced 7 million pounds of thrust right now out of her butt because that smell is... That's for why those, I have the door open. Okay, for those of you keeping score, like we've had a couple podcasts where Birdie did not smell terrible. But yeah, she, she, but, she, but today? It's really bad. She's really into the space program, so it's a bit <laughs> exciting for her to have an astronaut. Like, yeah. It's, it's just a big deal for yeah, her. I noticed that. This is yeah. very combustible. But well, go. that's why I have the door open, <laughs> you know? But like, okay, so when you're in the shuttle, because I, I was always obsessed with watching this, so when you take off the boosters, like... And when the, like, do you feel that? Is that something that's like, you feel those? Yeah, t- come off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You f- but what's that feeling? You feel like, it, you hear you, it. Ex- like, could you well, explain you go from, how that feels? You go from like two and a half Gs back down to like, you know, one and a half. So it kind of almost feels like all the engines have cut off when the solids. Oh, so you feel a little, it's like, is it? Yeah, like, you feel the deceleration. Yeah, that's how I always little, feel when I'm in a, like, instead of being like a 737 and when you're in with an aero, <laughs> you know, it, it always feels like the engine just shuts off when you're taking off, like in a, not an aero When bus, they pull but, the throttles back, you mean? Yeah, yeah, like sometimes it just feels like all of a sudden you're like, yeah, maybe it, it has that like off, it has that not... silence and I'm a little bit of a nervous taker offer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you are. I, but I was a, Look, I produced news for 12 years and never once did I write upon takeoff and then finish with landed safely. Everything was fine. <laughs> it did not end well. So I have a bit of a nervous like yeah. take her offer thing. So like yeah, when you're takeoffs. doing that and you feel that, do, do you get a little like, you know, you're you're you've trained for this so much and you're so focused on your job that, you know, it's not, you know, I mean, it's not terrifying 
But it is, you know, it's a little, you're little, a little weird nervous feeling. And yeah, you're. How many launches have you been on where they've scrapped it and done the next day because of weather or something like that? Um, I've scrubbed once. Once, but d- does that like after I got in? <laughs> yeah, really? before you get in, I, I can't even count the number of times. But you've been like scrapped in, and then you think yeah. you're about to take off, and they're like, "Nope, unbuckle." Get, yeah, does that well, only with, one time? Does that f with your head a little bit? You know, it, it is what it is. Oh yeah, Sh- shuttle had some pretty strict uh, weather criteria to launch in, so we always kind of knew there was. I mean, I think the shuttle. I think the shuttle uh, scru- definitely it scrubbed more times than it launched. Right. So, I mean, I because I would always like. Especially when I was covering news and everything, uh, yeah. there's a reporter that we had. I worked at Channel 13 in Houston, KTRK, mm-hmm. Kevin Quinn, mm-hmm. who was always yeah, the no, go-to. Yeah. You know, yeah. like he was always he's the go-to guy, and I would always just get like real, and then it, something would be scrubbed, and you're like, oh, like there is that. Oh yeah, because I just imagine myself. No, I go, felt the letdown. I can't imagine like, being scrubbed. It, it's, it's, but it just it was like feeling the if that was me, how worked up I would get. And then like, Oh God, I have to do this all again tomorrow. Like, yeah. And it's not, you know, and sitting there in the seat, uh, strapped in real tight is not the most comfortable thing. I mean, those, those seats are meant really for, um, they're not meant to be lying on your back for a really long time. Have you ever like been in a, uh, a stock car? Has anyone ever like take you like in a race car or something around a track? Yeah. I'll tell you, we I, I drove in an Indy car, a two seat Indy car, yeah, and uh, that's fast. But did that, I can't imagine that that made you super? Did it freak it you was, out? I'll tell you, the sensation of speed in that is is uh, more than the sensation of speed of in being in orbit at seventeen thousand five hundred miles. Really? Hour. Oh yeah, because of the perspective. I yeah, think. you're yeah, just yeah. so close to the ground. You know, but did you also feel like because you were in control the other way? I was not in control of the race car. That's what I meant. Yeah. Like wait, when you're in spe- you're yeah. you were in control. This is like you're relying on yeah the guy somebody that, you don't really know. I'd rather rely on him going 200 miles an hour around that track <laughs> than relying on me. <laughs> when, when you so okay when you uh, leave the international space station and you get in with uh, Sergey and, and like you're that you say your goodbyes you do the change of command mm-hmm. how fast are you going to get to your re-entry point so when you're in orbit in you know our velocity is at that altitude is seventeen thousand five hundred miles an hour you know approximately but do you feel that when you're like to get to your entry point like when you're because how long did it take from you to undock from the international space station to get to your entry point before y'all began it's more about timing than it is traveling a certain distance. It's the when you do the deorbit burn and, yeah. and where you re-enter the atmosphere is is um, more based on like a, a, a schedule than it is you a distance you have to travel. So you don't feel like oh my god you're like hauling ass like do you feel no that you don't even of- you only have a little window too it's like yeah but you once know. you begin reentry. How long does that take before the shoot comes out? Like once um, it really starts burning, like you're really yeah. So the time that you're like hitting the atmosphere and you're in the fireball, it's probably like ten minutes on the Soyuz. It's much longer on the shuttle because oh Soyuz enters much more steeply. Art, I've uh, do you feel the heat in there? Yeah, it gets hot. That's but how hot are we? Ta- like, are you sweating? Are you? Eh, you know, it's hard to tell. You're in the suit. I don't know. It's but, probably in the nineties. But even to get to like the idea, like there's a fireball outside, like you're, three thousand degrees. It looks yeah. like everything's blowing up no, outside like, your window. Yeah, yeah, there's stuff burning off. It's flying by the window. Yeah, it's like looking into the sun. It's right by your well, head. Well, when you show me that video, and oh, I'm like, no. no, it looks like everything is blowing up around you. Oh man, oh, I would be crying so hard. I'm not even a crier. I just feel like I don't know that I would. I probably pass out. So, no. what do, so what do you guys do? This is boring, the space stuff. No, I mean, it is. I write dick jokes. Yeah, so do I. And then I tell them on stage. And I tell them, I, I clean them up and make them family friendly for America's favorite family Modern show. Modern family. Modern family. Yeah. Wednesdays at nine, season nine. <laughs> ABC. Be there. 
And then the rest of the time we sit there and talk about what would it be like to be an astronaut? We do. We talk, I don't know. Okay, so t- let's, blend, let's, let's blend these two things. What is the most, re- a movie that is out there in the public that I'm sure none of them are, are accurate, but what's the, what approaches the most accurate to a space experience of all the space movies you've ever seen? Lost in Space. <laughs> yes. That's what I would have thought. I would have. I, I certainly. What's would have, the worst I'm space? Just, what's no, the worst know, space know, movie? Hold on, hold on, I want to hear. I want to hear the best one. The best one. I. You know, Apollo thirteen. The, yeah. The Martians. Good. I, I was wondering yeah. if that. that about yeah, that. I like that. Yeah. Because and obviously everything that happened in Gravity is completely real, right? I'm kidding. Um, yeah. Well, you know, I like Gravity. I did too. I watched it on the space station. Did you really? Yeah. I thought it was an amazing movie. Here was my thing about Gravity, when, when she's like falling off the thing and is getting further away and she's like he's pulling her like what is pulling her away I mean what like like you know when she lets go I mean she's like go let's go of George Clooney I can't hold on what what's pulling him away like, I don't understand the writers yeah the writers yeah so I remember I was so proud I wrote this tweet and I was like oh this is what happens when George Clooney's on this out in space with a woman his own age yeah <laughs> And then Amy Poehler and Tina Fey Great made that joke, joke on, on the Gold Golden Globes. Globes, and I was like, I wrote that first. I, but uh, I she says were. that about everything, by the way. Yeah, watching the. But it was so funny, though. I loved watching that. I did too. That bit. Yeah, watching that movie on the space station is kind of like watching a movie of your house burning down <laughs> while you're inside of it. It's well, like, why would you choose to watch? Wasn't there? It was you cool. want to go like? Eh. We were like. Oh, this is awesome. There's that scene in Airplane where it's like everybody, like they're calmed down. We're going to put on the movie now and the plane's going down. But the movie is of a fiery plane crash. (laughs) It seems like that would be about the same. What was the, like, so when you were on the space, what was the movie? And now I know you watch Houston Texans because that's our favorite football team. Go Texans. Yeah. Were you able to watch the Texans play in real time? Yeah, you know, you could. It depends on what time the game was on because we're operating, you know, we're generally working on like Greenwich Mean Time. If it was an early game, sure. If it was a later game. Yeah. But Texans, especially that time, wasn't playing a lot of later, you know, a couple of years ago. They didn't have a lot of later games. So, no. And especially out here, when I moved out here, like their noon games in Texas are 10 out yeah. here. I'm like, ah. Yeah. Make them later. <laughs> I want to sleep in. <laughs> but, but, yeah, I would watch. You could sort of watch them real time. You know, we don't have the the video coverage continuously. So yeah. you'd watch, you know, 50 minutes of the game, and then you'd lose 10 minutes of it. Yeah. But I'm they su- would send them up to us so I could watch the whole thing the next day yeah. in, like, HD quality. Did you ever talk to like? I'm assuming uh, it's GoGo Internet too, right? GoGo Go-Go. Go-Go Go-Go Inflight. GoGo Inflight. Eight ninety nine for the. Do you want eight ninety nine for the flight? No, or do you want to pay. It for was GoGo Inflight. It'd be yeah. more than eight ninety nine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, with terrible and no streaming. No streaming. Um, did you ever talk to uh, like who did you get to talk to? Did you talk to president? Did you talk to player? Were, like while you were. You know, a lot of times in they space? like to show the, yeah, oh, look. the you So know. we would do that kind of stuff. These, uh, they call them like, uh, what do they call them? Discretionary. The discretionary, like, discretionary, they call like, publicity crude choice. <laughs> nah, you could do them with people, you know, that just for fun, basically. Yeah. And uh, I'm, I wasn't really big into that. Some people were really into it. Performers, yeah. it wasn't your thing. Yeah, I, I always felt like, I don't want this guy to have to, like, go and call somebody to talk to me. And I, I felt and like I was bothering like, him. Did you feel, him. like, pressure? Like, oh, I'm yeah. supposed to be like... Yeah. You, so, literally, you're orbiting in the space station, and you don't want to be a bother to somebody? Yeah, I didn't. You but I, I did. My you brother and I are built differently. I talked to uh, Vince Gilligan and uh, oh really? Yeah, oh my God, and Brian Cranston. Vince Gilligan is the name that because I binged Breaking Bad yeah. the first Thanksgiving that I went like four years ago when I moved here, and I just remember I hated Vince Gilligan because that was the name that would pop up at the end when you knew the show was over. Know. You know, it's like you're getting really in it, Vince, Vince Gilligan. Gilligan. You're like, oh, <laughs> f you, Vince Gilligan. Yeah, it was Vince fun Gilligan. talking to those guys. They were great. They're great and, guys. Uh, That's super. Your but I have mouth- talked to the, I've talked to President Obama. Um, actually, on my previous long duration mm-hmm. flight, and then uh, I actually talked to Vladimir Putin on my last one. Really? Too. Oh, Russia Gate. Oh well, there's yeah. the yeah, because it's Russia. <laughs> 
And you're like, hey, what's I'm up? Trying to think of other <laughs> what's up, what's up, dog? What's to? up, Poots? How are you doing? I just did he have a shirt on or was he shirtless? Was he on a horse? That's what he I was, want to know. He was on the radio. Oh, oh, okay. It wasn't. It wasn't a video message. Damn it. Now, how frequently could you talk to family? How frequently did y'all talk? Uh, as frequently as they would answer the phone. Okay, you jump in. That'd be good. How often did he call you? That could be every day. I think there may have been two days he didn't call because it was kind of in early the beginning. In the flight. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, just getting adjusted and being busy and and that sort of thing. But pretty much every day, and sometimes several times a day. You know, wow. but we could email back and forth, and That's and it amazing. was well, and and for me, you know, I worked in public affairs at NASA and and so there were many times I was sitting in mission control and I would see everything he was doing and so there were times he would call me like did you see that can you believe you know because he knew I was oh my god I I probably kind of saw what was going on well did you ever call him and he's like oh honey I'm really busy but you're watching him and he's doing nothing like it's like uh oh yeah no I got an emergency no I think I think he (laughs) it was one of the things he really liked about that I couldn't call him yeah Oh, really? I could not call him. Oh. I always had to wait for my phone call. That the other advantage. But you, could, but you could spy on him the whole time. I could email and I could spy on him <laughs> in some respect. It was not, a great, the entirely. comm system is great because you can only call people. They can't call you. Oh, and wow. then sometimes it gets cut, the comm will get cut off. But did you ever fake it? Like um, Exactly. Like she you asked. Could. She's, no, like, he c- she's like, um, no, no, what, no. What, what, what was but this? But he couldn't You ordered it. a lot from Amazon. Well, no, I couldn't do it with her. Because <laughs> he couldn't with me because I had, I, I knew when we had comm passes and when we had the loss. And so I could actually look at the timeline and see when there was a break. So if he said, <laughs> yeah, I would be like, no, uh-uh, you you're on the phone still. You, you, so, so you, but he couldn't go like, just breaking up. Do you have any privacy? Like, can they watch you everywhere? No. So you do have certain areas that you can be... Well, you have the cameras are in certain spots, and they're not always on. And you're not always hooked up to medical um, no. monitoring. No. Because that would... Yeah. Yeah. For One year, thing I always would, I always would... That would drive me crazy. Yeah. I mean, just for things. I'm not gonna, yeah. But I, I, uh, I need some time, you know? I, I think I asked... <laughs> had I asked you one time and it was like one of those great stupid questions that I really wanted to know an answer and it was like the most obvious oh give it to me I think I asked you I was like every time they show astronauts on the space station I'm like I love that they tuck their shirts in and put belts on like you know and you're like well your shirt would fly up over your head so yeah, yeah you w- I'm like oh you know, I didn't. F and Dodge. I, didn't, I, didn't, <laughs> I never wore a belt into my last flight because but there you were, would you think know, you wouldn't like need one, but it does help. Tucked in and like, yeah, very appropriate. I was like, oh yeah, well, what a great question, Jenny, to ask an astronaut. <laughs> I just got back from a year in space, you moron. Why is the why are all the women's hair so wild? Yeah, why? Is, <laughs> have, have you not heard of a hair tie? Sorry, that was really. Now let me ask you this. So, what about? Have you ever like gone like, oh, I wish I could have done a mission to the moon where you could have walked on the moon? Absolutely. Do you always feel like? Yeah, that would have been unbelievable. Now, what? Only like what? Eleven people have been on the moon or something like that. Um, eleven, twelve, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, twelve. Twelve people. (laughs) Yeah. Because it was like the first mission where they just did the flyby to Mm -hmm. check things out. That was. That was what's his name? That, that was, was an Apollo thirteen guy, right? No, no, no. That was the the uh, CERN. Apollo ten. Yeah, it was yeah. Apollo ten. So he was on that one, and then, and then there was the eleven. Eleven was the one landed. where they landed, and then what was twelve? Twelve landed. Twelve landed. 13. Was tw- oh did twelve land? That was the one where Gene Cernan was on. Uh no, Gene Cernan was on seventeen. That was seven. Well, then what did 12 do? 12, well, it landed on the moon. I know, but, uh, but like who stayed the longest? Didn't G- I thought Gene and uh, what's his last name? 17, Harrison, I think. Where they were like on there for like two or three days or something? It, yeah, he, it was the longest flight. It was the last flight of Apollo. He was yeah. the last man on the moon. He was the last, yeah. yeah. That's kind of amazing. amazing. It's, it's, I don't know. There's something very bittersweet to me about that. That like that was, the, I'm sure no one thought that would be the last flight at that period of time i mean you i mean but i, I just I don't wonder why thought like we would have been would. on mars if, had we continued at that pace you know it seems like we would have been on mars yeah. probably yeah he didn't oh really yeah Gene miko didn't? said 
Yeah, he didn't want to be the last man on the moon. How come? Because because he wanted us to go back to the moon. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. And yeah. we will. I'm sure we will. Buzz Someday. wants us to get to Mars, though. Buzz is about all about Mars. He's all yeah. about Mars. Get your ass to Mars. They even have one of those sweatshirts. Leave it's a t-shirt. Yeah. Now, Buzz, yeah, Buzz, yeah, Buzz. Bu- Buzz, and Elon. They're they're gonna get us to Mars, right? What is like? What do you think about SpaceX? Because that's kind of amazing that SpaceX actually delivered supplies to y'all. And yeah, I kind of find that a bit fascinating that they can. They're doing these unmanned launches and land like that's kind of I remember I remember cool. when Elon said he was going to land the first stage of that rocket on a uh, yeah. you know a barge or land and I thought that's crazy <laughs> and then he did it and then he did it so I'll never say that's crazy again when it comes to Elon no it's great we, I mean we live in a world that's no, awesome we, no you got a you got a billionaire who's really working to make the world a better place yeah. and a billionaire who's trying to destroy America anyway <laughs> I like to keep um, but uh, also like when <laughs> but there's been times like I'll give I have to give credit where credit's due like he will take the risk okay we're doing this and sometimes it doesn't work like didn't y'all have supplies like some up, failed yeah, yeah like you had two times yeah, yes before yeah. you finally got your supplies delivered yeah. Did y'all have to start like rationing food and? Yeah, some stuff. Yeah, we did. Did it get a they little were, scary? Uh you know we always have extra, but yeah, you get concerned. Like if we would have lost the the third vehicle in a row, we would have been in big trouble. Yeah. Now, but was it only SpaceX delivering supplies? Uh, no, we have a, uh, a cargo vehicle that's from a company called Orbital ATK, um, which is a like you know uh unmanned um where does that come module. from where where does it launch from yeah the one we had launched from uh cape canaveral but they generally launched from wallops they had one blow up yeah. before i got up there so they had some issues so but we have that one we have dragon we have the htv from japan uh-huh. japanese cargo vehicle the europeans have one but they're not flying anymore, and then there were the Russian Progress yeah. cargo vehicles. Cygnus. Yeah, Cygnus is... What did I say? Yeah, Cygnus is the orbital ATK yeah. one. What's it like... Okay, so when you landed, you crash land <laughs> in yes. Kazakhstan. Which, Didn't we talk about this already? Yes. Yeah, we did. But I know, I just want to know, <laughs> the moment that you got out, like, it wasn't it extremely cold? Uh, This time? Yeah, it was a little chilly. But what does that feel like to you? Like, what's oh, the first like the, feeling like after being like a year in space? First time you've ever breathed fresh air in your entire life. So it's oh. like, it's painful to your body, but yet. Oh, yeah, it's great. It's like every emotion. You see all these people. It's like 100, 200 people there around the capsule. Right. When you land. Wow. That's so, that's just insane. A lot of people. Yeah, that's how it is. Like, sometimes when I'll write a joke. So like when I walk up on stage on the Laugh Factory, I'm like, it's very similar. Totally the same. It's thing. like the first time you've tasted fresh air. <laughs> when you try a new joke out and it works. Oh my god! And yeah, it's like, that's, how I, that's exactly. You know what's it. annoying though is the ticker tape parade. That's yeah. what I hate for that gets in my. Well, we've we've been talking for a while. It feels like we've said it all. Would you not agree? Uh, you just kind of made him yeah. agree with you a little bit. Yeah, I would I, not agree. I do not. I, agree. I would agree. Okay. What uh, am I supposed to say? You say yes. yes. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. I like, would it, you I, not agree? And you're I, supposed to go totally agree with you. Yeah. Oh, is there a book? There's a book. Oh, yeah, to, of wait, course, there's a book. Hold on. Plug the, rest, the book. The rest is in the book. Plug the book. Yeah, I got a book coming out in October 17th. And what's it going? What's it called? Endurance. A year in space. That's a good. A lifetime of discovery. Wow, that's I, endurance Deep. is a great and yeah, that's I'm gonna read it. I'm so gonna I tell gotta you that. change the name of my book. Yeah, no endurance. <laughs> Can't copyright a title. No, mine is endurance. You guys should know that. I I have one endurance a year on the couch, yeah. and um, which I thought was really you know so um, uh, but uh, it was yeah. it was it was not easy. A year on the couch, a I, lifetime I, of heart disease. Yeah, we we had a um. I, it's called we, Lipitor, the bad years. No, we. I, I lost. A, I lost a supply mission when my uh, Postmates guy um, crashed on a cul-de-sac, and I did not get resupplied with Doritos. Oh, and mine, for, mine got lost one day, and turned like I watched him get lost before he brought me my food. So well, it was really upsetting. Well, make sure to check out 
our guest's book, Endurance, A Year in Space. And you can buy it now. Oh, we can? It's yeah. on Amazon? We'll include, we'll include the link in the podcast. Guy, will you do that? Guy, we always like to let Guy weigh in at the end. Have but to make it easy, it's yes. www.scottkelly.com. Very good. Oh, she's good. This is you. That was yeah. amazing. www.scottkelly.com. Yes. HTTP colon slash slash www.scottkelly.com. Um, no E. Yeah. No, no E. Just why. Just why. Yeah. Guy, just weigh in real quick. You get your, you have five seconds. How do you feel about flat earthers and aliens? So I've seen the earth and I can guarantee you it is not flat. Okay, controversial. It looks very round. Very brave. There's nothing so controversial. Flat Y'all can suck it. Okay. Uh, yeah. And aliens? And uh, what do you mean about aliens? I don't know. Do extraterrestrials exist? I would... I think so. Do they visit the Earth? I think not. You know, because it doesn't make sense to me. Like, as soon as everyone, like, got a camera in their pocket, they just stopped coming. You know, where we could take right. pictures and video of them all the time and... I know. You and know. they only want to visit, like, Deliverancebrook, Alabama. And yeah. Stuff like exactly. that. So that's kind of weird. Nobody yeah. ever shows up to a heavy uh, populated... Look, why wouldn't they, like, land in Times Square? Or Here's the right, thing, though. Like, come where, like, the people are. Exactly. And, but if they don't come exist... Come to L.A. But come. if they don't exist, I want to know who's been probing my butt at night. Because it's the only... There's got to be a better explanation. Mm. Uh, well, <laughs> ask your bosses at Modern Family. I will. <laughs> it's it's I will. in your contract. I don't know if it's, know if it's a better explanation, <laughs> but there's probably an explanation. I'm hoping it's aliens. I'm going to go with aliens. <laughs> Using Occam's razor, that seems like it's the, yeah. the, the, the quickest thing. So, well, anyway, thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here, Kelly's. and Oh, and our social media. Yeah. I'm Jenny Johnson, high five. HI number five. Danny? I'm Danny Zucker at... Uh, I'm at Danny Zucker on both, on all media. Z-U-K-E-R. Mika? Yes. Yeah, yours. Uh, mine is Amiko Calder. A-M-I- it's horrible. A-M-I-K-O-K-A-U-D-E-R-E-R. Holy shit. It'll exactly. be on the site. It'll be on the site. We'll put that on there. Yeah. And you, Scott? Station. I don't have any. I'll answer for him because he probably doesn't know. It's Station <laughs> oh, CDR Kelly. I'm kidding. <laughs> station. It's Station CDR Kelly. Okay, you got that, right? It We're going to put that on. And, yeah. guy, <laughs> and, and Guy, will you do your social media? I'm at the guy DF. Okay, he's at the guy DF. DF. Thank you for joining us. We'll figure Appreciate out some it. spacey outro music here. Is there a song you like about space that we should put on? Your choice, Scott. Ground control. Rocket Man. Rocket, oh, man. Rocket man. Very, go. very good. That's a good one. Okay, rocket so it's man a Rocket out. Man. Rocket Man out. Thanks for joining. Thank okay. you. Rocket Man.